following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Okay, everyone places. This is the final scene, so let's make this one count. Quiet on set. Places, everybody. Welcome to the Podducers. The weather is changing, the birds are chirping, and the sun is shining, which means summer party season is right around the corner, and Buffalo Freddy Party Rental has everything you need to get your party started. From tents, tables, and chairs, to inflatable bounce houses, water slides, and obstacle courses, Buffalo Freddy has everything you need to take your summer shindig to the next level. Not sure what to serve at your event? Buffalo Freddy does catering, too. For more details or to make reservations, head over to www.buffalofreddy.com or give them a call at 716-437-3339. That's 716-4-FREDDY. Buffalo Freddy is a proud sponsor of Hats, Tats, and Stats podcast, Tip of the Cap podcast, Common Debauchery, and The Producers. Call or visit their website for a championship caliber experience of epic proportions today. Lights, camera, podcast, we are back. The producers are back again. Jazzy Bear, the Wizard of Jaws, is actually on a little bit of a sabbatical this week. Uh, the man's working full-time, coaching full-time, and getting married, so I think we all kind of understand he gets a little busy from time to time. So the Quote King Austin is back with you this week with uh, uh, my brother from another muddy, a very good friend of mine, Andy Benzen, is here with me this week. Andy, what's going on, buddy? Uh, same setup, no let-up. I'm a little upset I don't have a cool nickname, but... You guys gonna work on that? <laughs> so. You know what? I that that's my bad. I should have prefaced that before I invited you on. I should have said, "Hey, man, we're gonna do this on Zoom. Uh, we're gonna do it at eight o'clock, and you need a nickname." I that's my bad. I omitted that information, and I apologize. Just when did we go on Jazzy Bear? What happened to like all his masculine aggressive names like Moose, all things like that? So okay, now it's so like the soft and cuddly, like Charmin. I was no, he, he's a stuff. big no, he's a big teddy bear. That that holds true. That tracks. So Jazzy Bear is like what I affectionately call him. He likes the Wizard of Jaws, which honestly I, I do like a lot as far as the producers go and talking movies. The Wizard of Jaws just sort of lined up that way. And then he he calls me the quote king. I, I mean, for obvious reasons. But I mean, you could be the I don't know. I don't you can't have two kings, but you can be the quote something the I don't know, the Duke or something. That's not as cool. I don't know. That's a terrible name. No, if anything, I want to be like the court jester of quotes. It's like <laughs> the one that's like kind of there, you're pretty good for some entertainment. But when we're done with you, we're just like, okay, just get out of here because you're bugging me. And that's if you don't make me jester. laugh, we kill you. Is that that's what jester is <laughs> yeah. like? Yeah, it's either laugh or die, bitch. So come on, right? <laughs> so I am very excited this week. We are doing the movie Tommy Boy, which is one of mine and yours personal favorites. And, uh, I'm a huge Chris Farley fan. I bet I'll just go, I'll come right out and say it. I, I love Chris Farley. The, even the lesser liked black sheep I'm a fan of, but Tommy boy is like right up there of my all time remote droppers where if it's on the remote goes down, I don't care how far into it it is. And I'm watching Dad, it. You, 
that was always one of our like staples like hey what are you doing nothing i'm just gonna hang out and put tommy boy on it's like all right i can hang (laughs) so i'll be over in five minutes is what you're saying i'll bring beer and we're gonna sit around and annoy our wives by quoting it before they've said it on the movie (laughs) that just drives them nuts I I always wondered like how often could we actually sit like have it out and I want someone to literally follow along with me as I'm going through and see if I can almost how close verbatim I can do right word for word I'm probably willing to put money on it that I, I could <laughs> probably I would I would probably say in the in the at least 75 to 80 percentile of word for word quoting it it's it's got to be up there. It has. There's so many random quotes that I have in my everyday life that I often don't even think about that I'm saying to be. I mean, so easily. So our good friend Rick, right? He's always one of my good buddies. That you know, his full name is Richard. That is his birth name. Right. No one, no, no one calls him Richard. But every time, like, he'll say something to me, I'm like, "Shut up, Richard." And that's just straight. That is probably my most used, you know, miss the bus again, Tommy. You're pathetic. Shut up, Richard. And he's running with all of his lunchbox falling out. But like, shut up, Richard is probably my number one. Rick, if you're listening, hi, sorry. That's, <laughs> that's yeah. my number one. That's number one. I don't know which one sneaks into your life. Uh, well, every time I mention, I think of Richard or say Richard, I always think Tommy boy. So it's definitely, I always like make that connection between him and the movie and i honestly always in my mind think that like it's just like <laughs> like one of those mental things <laughs> that makes you chuckle yourself like oh like I, I always think oh richard hold me when he's like in the hotel with the housekeeping <laughs> and he's like yikes <laughs> like i just think of like things like that because <laughs> it just my thing alludes to almost like that rolodex of funny things and it just immediately goes to that movie uh, you know what? So, I mean, so so that's the thing. And it really only because we know a Richard. If I didn't know a Richard, obviously, I don't think that would that would be a thing. I would not have that going on. But I think the other one is anytime anyone gives me directions or I'm trying to tell somebody how to get anywhere, it's okay. All right, where's Moron? Okay, Moron's here. So like, look, look, Magellan, it's on the <laughs> it's- <And> then, <laughs> Right before we hit a deer, right before we hit a deer. <laughs> right, so, right. I'm trying to tell you how um, to avoid the, the school zone and then a deer comes flying across. Um, yeah, so not like I definitely when you told me I was going to be on, I definitely felt like okay, I had to be on my A game. So I definitely before I got out, I got out my Tommy Boy DVD, Holy Schnikes two disc set, <laughs> and I definitely <laughs> browsed on the the <laughs> the featurettes part of it, which was stuff which was stuff for me that was interesting, like um. I always joke with my wife, like when we're watching a movie, I go, where do you think this was shot? She goes, probably Canada, because everything's shot in Canada, <laughs> all right? And because like all those really bad, like Hallmark Christmas movies, they're all shot in Canada, right? So same thing with Tommy Boy, all of it, Toronto. You know, I, I, I didn't know that. So I, that's a, a, your little yeah. tidbit nugget for her. That's, that's fantastic. I did not know that. So Callahan Auto Parts, uh Chicago, they're tra- traveling all Toronto. <laughs> it's just funny. You see, like, it's not just like the outdoor scenes or like where the factory is. Chicago, no, no, it's Toronto. Oh, okay. Toronto. So they're, not, they're not actually in yeah. Chicago at all. So I thought that was, that was cool. And, you know, the fact that they were, they were basically doing it do between, they're trying to get that done before SNL started and that didn't work. So right. then they were going, 
like back and forth, which you know, I thought that was pretty. You know what kind of floors me about this movie? I mean, uh, other than the, the quotes and the the just the joy that it brings me on a normal basis, is the now we didn't know it at the time. Now looking back at it, you go, oh my god, there's like some A list quality talent in that movie because now they've have established careers and it's a whole thing. They've been a name for themselves. But if you look from like you know Brian Dennehy to Bo Derek to Rob Lowe, and then you've got Chris Farley and David Spade. I mean, and those two guys were like two schmucks from SNL that no one's ever heard of before. They were like just seeing if the chemistry that they have on SNL was going to translate to a major motion picture. And they got legitimate people with serious acting chops to like be in this movie with two guys they probably never heard of. And the thing about Rob Lowe is he's not even credited in the movie because he literally was doing it like as a favor to Lauren Michaels. So if you watch the credits, he's not even credited. He was doing it as like, as a surprise, like as a favor. And actually when they were writing the movie, they were actually writing it for top for Chris Farley and Rob Lowe. So it was actually a movie based on them being brothers. So, you know, what's funny here is I'm looking at IMDb and Rob Lowe is not listed here at all. He's not. He just, yeah. he just ain't there. So, I mean, that's a good call. He's not even listening. So this is, I don't want to say it's a flaw, but like, well, for, for this type of like our situation in our lives and how often we quote movies, I reference IMDb all the time. That makes, I don't feel good now. There's a little like it's, it's something's missing there now. I, I don't like it. Well, I mean, that just goes, it goes along with, you know, it's, it's on paper. It's correct because he's, <laughs> he's not listed in the thing, but he's like one of those like under, he's like the underrated character, like, He's like the bad guy, right? But he also right. has like those funny, those funny parts where like he gets attacked by the dog and he pee- pees on like they beat the shit out of Rob Lowe in this movie, <laughs> right? <laughs> he's he's he gets, here like doing it as a favor. He doesn't even need credits and he just gets abused and assaulted the entire movie. Attacked by the dog, he pees on the elect like the electrical thing. The power grid. He gets his shirt sucked up through the through the thing. Well, while committing a felony, so I feel like he had that coming. Then he gets flunked through the car onto the the seat and then it gets, <laughs> yeah, right. gets his balls crushed by so yeah they beat the crap out of rob Lowe. so he's but, like he's bad guy like 1a is is dan Aykroyd bad guy 1b even though he's really just a competitor he's really not well a bad you know Derek I mean? is technically she's actually a bad guy too right no no for sure the the, the mom right. slash ex-wife which is an odd statement to say right <laughs> right you his mommy <laughs> she's not his mom they're married so um uh, yeah so okay like, so like, at, at best dan Aykroyd is bad guy c which is to say yeah. not really he's basically off brand but he's i mean he's the, if he they're white wanted, he's beige he's like an off-white he's almost he just wanted the name he's he's he did, didn't care he just wanted you, the name you think he sat down in makeup and was like can you give me the most ridiculous hairstyle can you just like jimmy neutron it like straight well, up into some full so, rock that wasn't a full. I got know what to do. That was actually his idea. He okay, came that's, in that screams like, Dan Aykroyd. That that says that. he was he like made the Zelensky part. He came into the whole production like this is the guy that I'm gonna be. He's like this is Zelensky. So that was all Dan Aykroyd, which I think was perfect for Dan Aykroyd. Like the hair. And the accent that he had, it was it was very Dan Aykroyd-ish. So I, I was. <laughs> I mean, like I said, and really, I think that the 
I don't know how they caught lightning in a bottle with this movie. Because really, they, their hunches were correct. They put Farley and Spade on a on a on a movie on the right. screen together, and and it was fantastic. Because clearly, it didn't work out as we kind of alluded to earlier. It didn't really work out with Black Sheep. Do you know no. what I mean? Like it was good, and we we like it. Like I like it as as a you know I'm a non movie critic. I I enjoy it, but it also wasn't as well received as Tommy Boy was, and everyone looks like they're. I don't know, like they're they're like they'd be friends on set. Do you know what I mean? It every it just the co- the cohesion and the chemistry that they have on screen, whether they're, you know, supposed to be yelling at each other. I mean, like even the plucky little stuff, like the her him and the girlfriend sitting on the boat and screaming at the kids. Listen up, you little spadzoids! And she's like screaming at him from the boat. Like I know where you live. I've seen where you sleep. I swear to all this holy, your mothers will cry when they see what I've done to you. And the kids just like look at each other and then scream. And then run away. And like, you don't know how he's going to react. And he's like, that was awesome. And he just starts laughing. Well, that was like the, th- yeah, they, they basically, because they, they, they took two guys from SNL and they went in with half a movie. They went in, they, they went in with like 60 pages of the script written. Right. And they're like, we got a, we got like 15 minutes of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, we got to like, fill it in so like they went, the part they went with, bill bill lumberg on it yeah i'm gonna go ahead and need you to fill in the other hour yeah. in 20 minutes this movie. thanks i'm gonna need you to come in on saturday too. <laughs> uh yeah no so like the parts that they just let them go was great and apparently they were that was them like in the movie that banter that like kind of like odd couple thing was them off so the director was like, oh, like I was just, as I got to know them, I was like, this is the characters. So it sounds like it was pretty much just put a camera on them and see what happens type I think situation. That, I think that, I mean, I'm sure people have been doing this for a long time because the, the the great comedians and the great, the great like improvisers, you know what I mean? They do that all the time. Like I remember reading, um, well, you watched uh, the movies that made us on yeah. Netflix, right? Yeah. So the yeah. one that it's Elf. And he said that they had to, they, the, he, John Favreau shot every single scene with Will Ferrell twice, once how it was written and then let Will do whatever he wanted, whatever he could think of on the second day. He goes, and I bet you 75% of the time we used Will's take instead of what the writers had written and put in the script. Yeah. I mean, I think it happens pretty regularly. It's because uh, I know like that car scene where it's like you're driving along, you're driving along, <laughs> you know, and like you know, I gotta go to the bathroom. No, no, damn it, you know, oh, I got a truck tire, you know. So that was Chris Farley, <laughs> and <laughs> he was uh, he like goes to the director, he goes, Hey, like Dave, grab my arm, like stop it. <laughs> and it's like that was like him directing David Spade and how to how to do that one and how do you so if you didn't know that was happening how do you keep a straight face like how do you watch him just like destroy it and <laughs> so set it on the fire bit, and then just not bit, laugh the entire time that was the only part he had to tell what he was gonna do because he had to tell the production staff that he was gonna light it on fire for safety reasons like but other than that that was the only thing they knew he was gonna do was gonna light that <laughs> new car. guys new guys in the back you get his guts out <laughs> <laughs> we'll call so, you. it's so random it's it's just so stupid i mean really i i think the i mean he's fantastic but like I, every time spade comes back with some sort of like stupid witty like anything 
Like, oh, they get a thick candy shell. I'm surprised you didn't know that. I think your head's got a thick candy shell. <laughs> the little insults that he throws at it are just like so well, funny. That's because that's David Spade. He is that sarcasm comedy, right? I feel like they, because, they were being themselves. That wasn't a whole lot of acting. Yeah, that was because, Chris I mean, David Spade, right? Chris, like, look at like to this SNL. Chris Foley with like Chris Chris Farley with his Matt Foley Matt Foley you know with you. him Hanging and like throwing date you know because that's where breaking the coffee table came in came from coffee table not supposed to break and that's seen a real coffee table and his <laughs> large frame went yeah. right through it to the floor so like Spade with like the the sarcasm comedy and Chris Farley with the physical comedy so it just two it's like the best of both both worlds. Like, oh, if you don't know how to work your seatbelt, just ring your call button. <laughs> Time to go over there, hit you over the head with a tech hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think I've quoted on every flight I've ever been on in my life. That I looked at my wife and be like, if you don't, if you don't have to use your seatbelt, you are retarded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little so end goes into the big end exits. There's two up front. There's usually one over the ah, screw it, was like, around. <laughs> was like you were hitting a mountain anyway. So oh my god. And every every time I do it, my wife just looks at me like divorce. <laughs> it's like this is the end of my marriage right here. It doesn't deter me though. I still say it every single time. It, it does not slow me down. It's uh yeah. Uh it's 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 pure comedy, pop comedy genius when I um, you know, from the, the, the bees in the car to, the, <laughs> to, um, the deer stuff like that deer, that, that whole deer thing is take like, dead animals to the vet, take you to the vet. <laughs> take you to the vet. <laughs> hey, that's not an air freshener. That's a dead rotting animal carcass in the back of the car. Um, so another tidbit was that deer, you know, when they, the deer crosses the crosses the road and they right. hit it yeah so apparently do i know it's it? like oh my god come on the, the the guy's like so you you can't train a deer no matter how hard <laughs> you try and, and they said and it just so happened that it it was mating season so all the deer wanted to do was bang so what they did is they got a goat and they spray painted a goat and they used the goat <laughs> and then uh for for the for the deer breaking out of the car it was just some dude with like a a fake deer head on like laying, laying around in the car so, so we and have this we have this role for you we need you to dress yeah. up like a deer and then destroy the inside of a classic car uh how much does it pay like i'm in i don't know like what, what do you want me to I don't, i'm yeah all right I'm I've, down. I've seen a lot of crazy things in my life <laughs> with that was awesome awesome it's like no way that just did we ever see scanners <laughs> my car is completely destroyed <laughs> i mean and uh, really and then that like just leading into the you know the, the the hood pops up and they have the whole accident stuff like that i know what you're gonna say i use 10 to be a 30 true priorities but plus oil have nothing to do with this accident no but you can't latch the hood the right way if you don't move the can i swear to god you're worth it you know talent waste the space <laughs> one of my favorite things to do is like 
when someone does something and I go, what you do? <laughs> like when he reversed the door and he opens it. <laughs> There's no better way to say like, what'd you do when I knew exactly what happened because I'm the one that actually did it. So when you say it in that way, <laughs> that's just you basically saying, I know I, what I, happened I did it, right? because <laughs> I did it. <laughs> but <laughs> that's just what I associate. Like, what'd you do? Like... So, you know, it That's, really, you know, my, so my brain, like you asked me, you know, remember that part when the deer is crossing the road? Like I had Chris Farley sitting with Paul McCartney on SNL going, remember when you were with the Beatles? That was awesome. <laughs> like, yes. Like, do you remember? And he, Paul McCartney's like, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, was like, there. I remember being in the Beatles. With, whatever act. Remember that one time when you were in the scene, you had to do that one thing. And he goes, like, he goes, that was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, and what a what a stupid bit. <laughs> like Chris, sit there and don't laugh, and ask them all the most mundane, like just rudimentary questions possible. And, yeah, and you're fine. Like, yeah, whatever. It's like if you were just completely starstruck, I would probably be the same thing. Like in front of someone as great as you know Paul McCartney. Well, you're a gigantic even... Beatles fan anyway, so that's that's right. a double whammy for you. That's a huge right. deal. But I'd probably be like, hey, remember when you wrote that song? That was a really good song, right? And he's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I know, right? So I'm, I'm sure I feel the same way being as starstruck as that. But um, yeah, there, it's, it's just a, a, it's a movie that's unbelievably quotable, I think, and really for any life situation. I, it, 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 it probably <laughs> pops into my head more often than it should. I mean, so like I, I work outside a lot in the summer, like, you know, prepping fields, yeah. doing, doing maintenance and stuff like that. And it's like, and anytime my boots are muddy and it's just like, Hey, chuckles, does it smell like mud? <laughs> like there's no reason for that to pop into my head at all. The shoes are Italian. They're worth more than your life. <laughs> more, right? do, you, do you eat paint chips as a kid? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Should I not have done that? What are, hey, what are, is there anything else to do in this town besides eat? Oh, yeah, sure. Tons of stuff. <laughs> Throw stuff off a bridge. Was it Cruise the 4-H behaves? Pitch and putt. <laughs> Something a little more dangerous. All right, bro. All you can handle. Can't believe you've never been cow tipping before. You push them and they tip <laughs> over. <laughs> they fall over. Which, we're, I mean, we're family. We're supposed to do a lot of stupid <laughs> stuff. Wait till we Christmas. Do, we do like, lots of dumb stuff together. <laughs> Wait till Christmas. Uh, you know uh, what? And he, I, Chris Farley is like such the he w- great equal parts, like annoying idiot, and yet so just completely lovable. Where you know what I mean? Like you just want to give the guy a hug. Right? Like you'd, you'd want to go out. And have a drink with them, which honestly was probably Chris Farley's problem. I mean, if we're a little morbid there, but I mean, I feel like that's what every, everybody wanted to have a drink with Chris Farley. And he yeah. never said no. <laughs> he said yes to everybody. All the time. Right. Uh, yeah, he's he's literally like the guy that ate paint chips. It's like, it's like I love him. He's, he's just a big dumb animal, isn't he, people? Like, that's what... That's <laughs> it's a big dumb animal, isn't he, folks? <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 just... Yeah, like literally the way that he just is, that was him. And it's like, you can't reproduce it. And because they tried to do that with Black Sheep is they tried to bring the same thing. But I think that's what it, it took, like the, the the lightning, like the solar thunder was like, 
uh, you're just trying to do Tommy Boy. Well, some Jaws and I say it all the time in this show that like there are no new ideas on Hollywood. Like, oh, this right. worked. Let's just put new tread in that. I mean, really, and, and speaking to, to to Chris Farley as a person, so Olivia Wilde, um, great actress, um, was on House for a long time. That was my first introduction to her when she was on the show House. Um, told a story when she was on Late Night about how she met Chris Farley way back when, um, when she was 10 years old. Um, she was part of a bit on SNL, like she was just supposed to be some like rant, like kid in background, whatever. She was there. Um, she was she was super nervous. She didn't know anybody. And she was at the snack table, like all the food, the f- spread for all the actors. He's like, and she was, I'm super nervous. She was, I'm awkward. I'm shy. She's staring at my own feet. I'm not doing anything. And then because I look up and she was and Chris Farley is there. And she's like, he can tell. And I'm like, hi. And she was, I'm being very timid, super shy. So then Chris, knowing that I'm shy, doesn't say a word to me. He just picks up a brownie. And puts the whole entire brownie in his mouth. And then another one. And another. And another. And another. Until he had chocolate and seven brownies, like, smeared all over his face. He goes, and he didn't say a word to me. And then he walked away. So she, like, she goes, it was the most random thing. She goes, but it was such, like, a, she goes, that was a, my own personal Chris Farley moment that he can sense that I was nervous. He wanted to make me a little less like self-conscious about it. So he stuffed seven brownies in his mouth because he knew that it would make me laugh and then said nothing, did not introduce himself, did not wait to me, did not smile, stuffed seven brownies, looked at me and walked away, which I feel like is the most Chris Farley story ever. I don't know. There, I mean, how many more stories are there like that that we just don't know about? Uh, I know that during shooting, he would drink like cappuccino after cappuccino and he was just like mainlining them. And that's what like kept him going. And then he, so he was all like hopped up on, you know, sniffing, sniffing crazy crew. <laughs> Maybe the fairies will look loose sniffer. He's getting all wrapped up like Jojo, the little Indian boy with his brand new pet. Right. Next thing so, you know, there's money minutes off the dressing your daughter's knocked up. I've seen it a hundred times. You guys want this or American Gladiators? <laughs> gladiators. Gladiators. So, yeah, he was just like, so doing stuff like that. He's like, oh, David, goes to David Spade. I didn't sleep really well that night. David was like, yeah, you drank four. He's like, what do you think happened? He goes, I don't know. I drank 42 cups of coffee. <laughs> Although, so. you know what? And really, and you and I working in the, we'll just say the athletics field or, you know, the health and wellness field. How right. often do you just, I don't know if you have to, you can say it to patients, but like, I know for me that like when somebody's going, yeah, this hurts. I'm like, not here so much and not down yeah. here, but right here. Nope. Ship shape. Jesus, whatever to your face. I knew it. So I hit you in the shoulder. Shoulder. <laughs> the shoulder hurts. Yeah. Shoulders in hurt. Shoulders fine. Oh, jeez. Oh. Hey, bless if I didn't get the wings. I still got that meat lover's pizza in the trunk of the car. <laughs> that, that board in the head knocks something loose. No, I just having fun. Tommy Hungy, Tommy Want Wingies, which is just ridiculous. And you know, so this movie came up on, um, you know what I mean? Like it is like crazy. Um, how long ago this movie came out? 1995. 1995, yeah, basically. Yeah. So, I mean, this so, is 27 years old. That's, that makes me feel a little old. Uh, right? It's a little crazy. So I want to say, 
I well, I just say I feel like the only one that aged well was Rob Lowe. He looks amazing, <laughs> and He's... and David Spade. David Spade looks like a like a thirteen year old boy going through puberty. <laughs> Right. Listen, he he looks exactly the same except there's like he's got a goatee now like that's just i don't know he had to prove that he could grow facial hair i feel like that was the only i don't know barely it looks real i i didn't know like <laughs> yeah. the i mean fat guy in a little coat i mean and what 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 commercial was that for what did they uh where's david spade and they spliced in was it like direct tv i want to say it was direct tv where they did a lot of those it was spade like today, but dressed just like Richard. Like, I don't know. The, but they, I don't know. I think it was a direct TV commercial. But really, I mean, they just had spade from today. And it was just like, come on, man. I'm being serious. Don't do that. Fat guy in a loco. And it was like a whole, like, your favorite movies are on direct TV. I thought that was a pretty clever piece of marketing. They did it with a lot of things. That's the fat guy, little coke commercial, 2017. Okay. So it's been five years. That was longer than I thought. That's what it says. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, I don't know. I don't recall that, but I'm sure it was hilarious. I mean, basically, they just they used spade, spade today with spliced clips of Farley from the movie. Oh, yeah, that's maybe the yeah, that guy little coat, um, 2017. So that's what comes up when I put it in the Google machine when I give it a goog. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Also, also, the, the number of the number of links that leads me back to this movie are never ending. Um, like I can't hear the Carpenters. Like it's oh, because you're just going to drive right? He's just crying. You could change it if you want to. Talk I'm about lame. Totally lame, right? I, I'm fine with it if you are, and then it screams. Don't you remember? You told me you love me, baby. Do, 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 do. They're just like sobbing. The tears coming down their face. That was another thing that they just totally like, hey, what if we played the Carpenters and just see where it went? And that was another <laughs> thing that they just totally went with, which was, which again, which just turned out to be comedy gold uh, again. So, uh, one of the, yeah. So, I, I don't think there's anything that they, that they tried that didn't work or didn't. Right. Like, I think every character in this movie is just like, Perfectly did exactly what they needed it to. Little bigger, bigger, small. From from the the bankers in the beginning, like how you doing, Mister Rittenauer? I had a small pile of removal last night. I still have the other one. It's, oh, okay. Like, I had a kidney removed last year, but right. I still have the other one. Right. There's no reason for him to just volunteer that information, but here we are. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, the, the little the little things that are jokes that aren't jokes, like when he goes to like fix himself and he, the tie comes off, he goes, it's a clip on. He goes, oh, are you sure? <laughs> you like, <think> sure? <laughs> <laughs> well, so again, and, and I'm sure Chris Farley being Chris Farley. So I, I, my, my number one, the favorite part of the entire movie is right in the beginning where they're checking out the new brake pad division. And he's like going, he's ninjing and he's doing the praying mantis between like all the automation. What are you doing there? I was checking the uh, r- r- end line specs for the rotary. I'm retarded. I'm sorry. <laughs> you see, he knows they caught him. He can't pull out of it, so he just steers into the swerve and is like, "I'm retarded. I'm sorry." <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know. He's a, yeah. It's the. It's called reading and group of words together to form a sentence. Kind of for any headaches. Might all for any cramps. Talked about him up the <laughs> That was from Star Wars. I know. <laughs> no, flips him off with the bone hand. All right, so here's the million dollar question. So we ask this every okay. week. So would this movie get made today? So we just talked 27 years later. Can they make Tommy Boy in 2022 as is? 
2022. Uh, I, I don't think it's that bad. I mean, I would, I would agree. I would say it's probably pretty safe for it being a PG 13 movie 27 right. years ago. Right. I'd right, say right. it's, it would definitely still probably, it'd probably be a PG movie now. I, I was thinking that, like, what would make it like there isn't an awful lot of cursing? I mean, he does like, again, he flips on the bird with the, the, the bone hand, the, the toy. And then, like, I don't know, like his dad dying is kind of sad. But that he's, yeah. not, he's not like he's not murdered or anything. Like the guy just has a heart attack. It's not. I mean, the closest thing you get to to TNA is Bo Derek, right? <laughs> right. Which, which I mean, like, hey, how can we just put in like a super slow mo like bikini scene? Well, you see, we have Bo Derek. Perfect. Because I was gonna say Jez Brian Dennehy, but I'm so happy you went with Bo Derek. That's a way better option. So. That that's barely that's that PG thirteen at that point. I don't think they say. I don't even think they curse in it. That right. That's what I mean. I I don't. Um. Yeah. I I don't. I mean. So I'm curious. Like, what's the rating? Like, what do they have it? You mean like a like a uh, a rating from PG thirteen? Yeah. Or? Like what? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's PG thirteen, but like, but like for what? Like, why was it? So if you're full disclosure, scroll down IMDb, it'll say parents guide, right? So sex and nudity, a woman gets out of a swimming pool. (laughs) Okay, covered. Wearing a very revealing bikini, sexual dialogue, extremely brief, full frontal nudity when a woman jumps naked and oh, at the skinny dipping part. That's like side boob. That's not even, that's that's not even... That scene by itself makes it PG thirteen. So I'm like, okay, I did forget about that. That's that's spot on. That's that's where we are there. And then and then when Paul urinates on the elect the electrode, causing him to moan. Apparently, that is considered sex and nudity. Um, okay, apparently. Yeah, uh, I want to see what they say for profanity. That would be interesting. Again, I didn't. I don't think there's very much. It's very. Yeah. Uh, Two uses of shit, two uses of dick, <laughs> one use of dinghy, three uses of whore, three uses of piss, one use of bitch, three, one use of douche, two use of retard, four use of goddamn, eight uses of ass, 12 use of damn, 12 uses of hell, four uses of sucks, one use of the word boner, one use of anal, the word thing is used once as a slang term for penis, six uses of screwed, 37 of religious exclamations throughout the film. Tommy says son of a around 10 times, no efforts were used, but the middle finger gesture is used once. <laughs> right, at least once. So now it's a lot of profanity for <laughs> PG-13. <laughs> So, so uh, I, that's all like all of those words I said were just reading off. There was not any <laughs> right, direction towards anybody, right. person, things, or said I was not actually cursing <laughs> towards anything. So I'm sorry. Right. So all that yeah. being said, so as, as we're wrapping it up here, so so what would you rate this? So Jaz and I usually go um, out of five. Each one of us gets out of five. Quarter points allowed, or fractional points, however you want to think of it. And then it's it's out of total of ten. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go for that. So I I again I love this movie. It's one of my all time favorites. I'm gonna go. It's a, it's a solid like four two five. It's I don't know if it's it's not all time great cinema cinema because I don't think it's everyone's cup of tea. But it's still like for me like it's fantastic. I absolutely love this movie, and I think it has held the test of time for 27 years. 
I, I would probably write her out in there. It was like, it's definitely always forever going to be in my top five of right. movies. Right. Um, and I, I would, I definitely in that five plus category. Right. So if I'm going to have to just round it out, I'll just go right along with you and say five, five and a quarter, 5.25. So we get a nice. <laughs> So, so, so we have over a 10, which was like we were not allowed, or like a nine, five. Oh, so I'm not allowed you, you, to give maximum, it? No, you, five is the maximum you're allowed. You, you're into my rankings now. I get five, you get five. That's it. Oh, so so I, I get I have to do a lesser rating, even though I think it's equally the same? <laughs> Listen, you can give it a maximum of five. I'm just saying you can't go over five. All right, that, so what whatever five, ten is, it's five, ten. All right? <laughs> All right. Well, whatever a solid eight is, I, I'm gonna whatever my addition would be to make it an eight. Okay, you you so you if you did a four and I did a and a four, it's an eight. I did a four two five, so it's an eight point two five, which is pretty quality. That's fine. I I'll take that. <laughs> there you go. So uh, actually, so with that being said, we're pretty much uh, out of time. Uh, Benzino, thanks for uh, jumping on this week and helping us out, buddy. Appreciate it. Anytime, anytime you need a uh, a pinch hitter, I'm your guy. So. <laughs> Uh, I'll just be warming up in the in the pen here for uh, anytime you need me. <laughs> you got it. All right, guys. And with that, that is a wrap for the producers. The producers is part of the BICBP radio network. Visit our website, www.bicbp-radio.com. You can tune into producers every week on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And find us on social media. Type in The Producers on Facebook. Like, follow, share, subscribe, and tell your friends to tune into the movie madness today. Hi, uh, I'm Dr. D. I'll be your attending physician today. Uh, what seems to be the problem? Doc, I, I, I don't know. I, I look around me and uh, at the world and everything. It just, it's just so weird. Well, how so? Everything's just so different. I don't know. I, I notice this stuff all the time. Hmm. Let's see. That seems pretty serious. But, uh, you know, there, there's really only one thing I can prescribe to you for you know, a time like this, and that's some common debauchery. What's that? Common Debauchery is a show about all the weirdness in life in 2021. It's sure to bring laughter to your life and help you get through. Tune in to Common Debauchery every Tuesday on the BICBP-Radio Network or dial it up on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Common Debauchery. The world's weird. Why not laugh about it?